Hey friend, welcome to the Funny Thing About Parenting Podcast. This is TJ along with Melissa. Hi. Hello to all of you and welcome back to another fun or not so fun. We have no idea. You decide. You decide if this is going to be fun. Yeah. Podcast today where we're going to talk about things. Things. That have to do with parenting and kids and family The and funny marriage. things. We had the most wonderful last 20 minutes, people. I'm going to tell you what. When you put your kids to bed, sometimes you just turn the TV on, right? Mm-hmm. Or you look through your phone. The last three nights now, you and I sit outside on the patio because that's doable now in Minnesota. Oh, it's so nice. It's like the perfect we grab little our, sweet spot. grab ourselves a beverage and just chill underneath the stars for about 20 minutes and it's wonderful. Very mm, peaceful. Very nice. No mosquitoes yet. This is what life is like for people who can do this every day throughout the year. It's hmm. wonderful, isn't it? Yeah. Very wonderful. They probably take it for granted. Hmm. I want to move. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, not. Thanks for joining us for another episode. Um, last week was great. We talked about things. We Remember we played a game of Sad or Psyched? Oh, yeah. And we talked about getting rid of things. We haven't gotten rid of anything over the last week. I did a, a small donation pickup. A lot of but it was a winter lot of, jackets. Like, winter jackets and clothes and this week we're gonna talk about a couple of new topics that we haven't talked about recently well backing up a few days ago was mother's day yes and for mother's day well part of that day we were at a baseball tournament yeah actually you were how do you feel about that and i wasn't why That's wasn't right, I? Was well, you had Tenley's volleyball game. Oh yeah, I had ten. We split up. We had to split up for different sporting events. But it was a great Mother's Day, right? You enjoyed it. It was lovely. It was a nice day. I, um, the baseball tournament that you and Teddy went to. You were like halfway there, early morning, so I didn't even see you. But then you got notified that there was a rain delay, so that gave you a little like time to stop and get donuts and come say Happy Mother's Day to me and like. Shower, shower me with all the cute cards. You got a lot of cards. And Teddy wrote "Love you so much" in bubble letters on his card. Did you see that? I did. I did. Savor that. Yeah, like Savor I've, that. I've, I think I've said on this podcast before that like he literally doesn't verbally say those words to me anymore. But I, I mean, he does in other ways. Um, but he did on the card. Really nice Mother's Day. sweet. Really nice Mother's Day. The kids were very excited to give you cards and whatnot. Um, On Instagram, uh, I I, I left an open caption, Happy Mother's Day too, and I just wanted to see like if anybody wanted, you know, if I could reshare or say Happy Mother's Day to certain people. Some people threw out their names of their moms, but also they reminded me uh, there are motherless uh, moms mm-hmm. this year or there are moms who have miscarried or surrogate moms and all different types of yeah. moms and all all the feelings on mothers but anyway uh, happy mother's day to you if you are listening and you are a mom okay melissa is balancing a glass of wine on the couch right now i am not this is red, red, wine, red wine on a beige couch what are you doing very light beige couch you that should not this be is happening totally something i do all the time don't you are stressing me out, and I'm a middle child. That should say something. You do the same thing with your coffee in the morning. 
like upstairs. Like you just put it in the most random spots while the kids are like throwing balls around. Right now, there are no kids down here. I'm in complete control. You are. I monitored the situation. It felt sturdy. I was. I. You didn't see me like making sure it was safe. Okay, let's get back on track. When I was a kid, my mom. Well, she let me be a middle child. Yeah. How? Okay. Yes, we were talking about Mother's Day and how um, I was just curious, like, how was your mom, how did she mother you as a middle child? Because you were, you were a pretty classic middle child growing up. You were goofy, trying to get attention, ruining. She let me do anything I wanted. Okay. That's what it was. She let, well, with parameters. Well, let, that sounded like I lived in a free world. <laughs> no, I had a curfew. I had a curfew. wasn't happy about it. My friends didn't have curfews, and she said, someday you're going to thank me. Well, I'm not, I'm still mad about it, but I did have a curfew, and I probably, it probably helped. What's probably an helped example me. of doing every anything you wanted? Well, like, you know, like when I would dress did you drink up. Mountain Dew all night? No, 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 no. But like, I would <laughs> put my underwear on my head and dance around in the living room, and so she, <laughs> she, da- she never my, like put you in a box like, don't do that or stop that. No, never. She giggled, and I don't know if it was gig. Like I assumed she was amused by me, and that then perpetuated the rest of my life trying to make people <laughs> giggle. You know, because I was like, "Oh yeah, I got my mom." It's very possible that she was giggling as like a my son has lost his mind, <laughs> and I don't know what to do about this. Maybe a kind healthy of healthy balance of both. She has mentioned before in the past that you always made her laugh, and like you did like just weird goofy things and your dad would roll his eyes and be like oh what's he doing and she would laugh she's like I always laughed well I don't know how she did it because <laughs> it yeah you, you gotta be chill and she, yeah anyway she's really she is the most was she chill, chill as a mother because she's the chillest yeah grandmother. I mean, she was really chill now I was an instigator as a child Mm -hmm. still am to some degree as an adult you are that that's a really great way to describe you instigator i love to like stir up a situation and then take five steps back and just watch things unfold in front of me yeah you like try to get someone else to do something crazy yeah yeah, yeah. i was like the kid in class telling my other buddy like hey hey, you know what you should do you should go do this And I'm not going to get in trouble for it, but I'm going to watch them and I'm going to laugh about it. Uh, there was one time in high school that during a fire drill, oh. I, I did something I wasn't supposed to. So during a, oh, fire, no. during a fire drill, what you're supposed to do is you are supposed to go outside. You follow yeah. your teacher, you get in a single file line, everybody goes out in, onto the football field or you get away from the school. Mm-hmm. And so during a fire drill, which these happen a couple times a year, you go outside and then when you hear the bell, you can go back in. Mm-hmm. Well, me and three of my friends said and thought it would be a fun idea instead of following the class outside to to go into the elevator in my high school. And no. we so we did that. We thought it would be funny. So we went into the the elevator. We weren't trying to cause mischief. We were just trying to get away with something meaninglessly funny so we went into the elevator and the fire drill was over we walked into the hallway and mixed in with the rest of the classes 
and we felt great about it. And did One that hour bring later, you joy? <laughs> break great joy. Oh my goodness, I can't even tell you how much it, joy like, brought me. Because you were like the adrenaline it was of like like a, trying not to get in trouble? Yeah, it's just something about doing something silly just for the sake of it. I mean, as immature as that sounds, yeah, I get a kick out of those, even to this day. Like I will, I will go out of my way to make my friend giggle because I don't know it's just something make you know it's just fun I just like I like sure, bring, sure, you know, sure. getting yeah I don't even know what it is but one hour later the dean of students called us all into his office somehow he had found out what we did whoa and he gave us a little talking yeah and my mom still laughs about it to this day so anyway she's really chill yeah super chill chill but a very good mom, like not hands off. She was a very good mom. Well, she was also a very good mom because she she um, took she took good care of me. So again, mm-hmm. when I was uh, like sixteen years old, I I broke my foot. Oh yeah, I broke I, a, I like this. I broke story. a bone in my foot, and it was just a hairline fracture. I could walk, but it really hurt. It really hurt to put any pressure on it. So you needed like a boot? I had to put a boot on. So I had to wear this boot to school on my right foot. And then on my left foot, I wore my shoe. Well, I was embarrassed. You know, you're in high school. You don't want to wear medical equipment on your feet. Is what You're trying to look cool. You're trying to like do a strut. And you can't strut with a boot. (laughs) Nobody wants to be a kid walking around with a boot in high school. Well... So against any better judgment, what I did was I got onto the bus wearing my boot. But what my mom didn't know is that in my backpack, I had <laughs> I had the right shoe for my foot. Oh. The so right you, foot shoe. You were, you so I got onto the bus. The boot off. I took the boot off and I put on my my shoe on my right foot, which was in my backpack. Then I put I put this boot wow. in my backpack. Limped all day long, but I looked cool doing it. it yeah, it was a strut. And then I the got back cool. on the bus at the end of the day, threw the boot on, oh. got home. Now, fast forward. I did this for days. <laughs> my foot my foot is not healing. Oh. It's not healing at all, but I don't care. I just assume like, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, I'll be fine. <laughs> I'm sure it'll heal at some point. Well, somehow, I don't know who ratted me out. I'm going to call all my friends after this podcast. Somebody ratted me out. My mom caught wind. That I was Moms doing this. Moms just know everything. That's actually very true. Yeah. That are you sure you're going to keep that wine glass on just the couch? Stop. It's stressing me out. Okay. So, mom finds out. Now mm-hmm. I didn't know this, but one morning, I do my routine. I get my backpack ready, and I put my boot on, and then I'm about to put <laughs> the the foot for my right. I'm sorry, the shoe for my right foot in my backpack. Yeah. So I'm looking around in the closet where I had kept it and it wasn't there. And I was like, well, that's mm. funny. I wonder where I put that shoe. I look in the garage. I look in my bedroom. And I, I start to panic a little bit. I'm like, yeah. where is my right shoe? Where's my Nike? I got I to gotta wear it. Mm. The, all the kids are going to laugh at me if I can't find oh, it. no. You're stuck with the boot. Couldn't, couldn't find it. Go to school. Bus was coming. I had to go. And I wore the boot all day long. And... Got home later that day to find out that my mother hid every single right foot shoe <laughs> that I owned. That is brilliant. She nailed me. 
That was really good. So she's very good at taking care of me because she knew that my foot needed to heal. So I'm going to hide 10 shoes from TJ because he can't help himself. Yeah. She knew that like the logical like explanation of like just talking about healing your foot wouldn't work with you. Isn't that kind of funny though? Like now that you are a mom, you have those motherly instincts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you sense that? Like you can tell like, I don't, I can't think of a specific example, but like you can tell Mm -hmm. when the kids are up to something. Or yeah. something is like slightly I mean, off. mothers, I mean, I can speak for myself, but um, mothers have like crazy hearing. Like I can hear everything. We've talked about this with the sleepover episode. <laughs> You're like that uh, that lady in in Kanto. Yeah. You can hear everything. Yeah. So yeah, like little whispers and stuff. You just start to, like I can piece things together and I can like see things, hear things and just like have instincts about things. So yeah, it's it, it's dangerous though because you can start to like piece things together that aren't fully accurate and then make the wrong assumptions about your children or about a situation. But it's hard to know what's going on all the time. Well, four kids especially. But yeah, mischief, you know. We have a situation we just walked into. You're worried about me and my wine, but we just walked downstairs to do a podcast and there was a a vase broken and shattered all over the floor (laughs) and i'm like what in the world like i'm not mad about the vase is it like a porcelain vase yeah i don't i don't know i really don't care about the vase i'm just like really frustrated that no one told us about it right like little winnie could have come down here and stepped on it and sliced her foot open it's like you're not going to get in trouble. Just let us know there's a broken base. Do you think they wouldn't tell us because they think, are we that bad appearance that they think we're going to just yell at them or something? I don't know. Or are we that bad appearance that we have raised kids that break things and don't care? I think that's it. <laughs> Brutal. Remember our kids put holes in the wall? You know what we should do? You know what we should do? And yes, I do remember about the holes in the wall. Uh, yeah, I what, think here's what we should, what should do. We do. Let's take the vase with that flower. It's a fake flower pot thing. Mm-hmm. Let's bring all of the pieces upstairs and just lay it all out in the living room tomorrow morning. And let's not say a word. Let's call a family meeting. Let's make a big deal out of this. <laughs> oh my goodness. Family meeting. We lay it out and then we just, we don't say a word. We sit them on the couch the broken vases in front of all of them and we look at all of them in the eyes and we figure out without saying a word who did it. It's like who took the cookie from the cookie jar? Who done it? It's a classic who done it. Or it's like a little thing of Clue, a little game. We make it into a game of Clue. Yeah, who but we we it? we take it seriously. <laughs> yeah, we put in our serious I want faces. them in tears. I want the person who no. did it in tears to fess up. No. I just... Yeah, I want them to know that it is okay if something breaks, mistakes happen, messes happen, you're not in trouble, but it's important to let us know so that we can clean it up. Or, I mean, they could have cleaned it up themselves. That's true. But I wouldn't want them to clean up like broken, sharp objects. Hey, not to, Anyways. Sh- not to shift topics, but can I throw? can I just throw something out there that I was thinking about this morning? Always. I don't know if this ties into uh, motherhood. I think it does, actually. 
Okay, this is wild. This is the this is the first time I've thought of I've thought of this in this way, and it just kind of blew my mind. Okay. So this is this is a very like I have not processed this out loud. This could this might go very wrong. Um, I was thinking about the decision to have a kid, mm-hmm. and how great of an impact it has. And specifically as it relates to generations. This this, this really blew my Whoa. mind. I know. This blew my <laughs> mind when I was thinking like about it. Like trying to follow, okay. You and I have three children. We have four children. I know. We had. Oh. I said had. <laughs> <laughs> you were like you forgot but, about her well, again. don't put it past you me. You forgot about her Don't again. put it past me. <laughs> well, she's like one of my favorites though. I wouldn't forget about her <laughs> or anybody. Uh Gosh, how do I put words to this? So when we had three kids, we waved the white flag. We were like, we're done. Mm-hmm. As far as it's in our control, we are done. Well, we didn't do a great job of controlling the situation, to say the least. And right. then we had a fourth mm-hmm. child. but So we didn't necessarily decide to. Um, we were blessed with it. Mm-hmm. And we, like, thank goodness, right, that mm-hmm. we have Winnie. Like, I can't imagine life yeah. without Winnie. No. Again, one of my favorites. <laughs> one of my all-time favorites. But when, you th- when you're when you thinking about, like, gosh, should we have another kid? And I'm not saying that you and I are contemplating this right now, but the decision to have a kid, it when, you, when you're thinking about it, like, all, what you're really thinking about is, then what will your life look like immediately and then for the next several years? Right. That's what you think about. You're like, okay, if we're gonna have another, okay, we're gonna have a kid, okay, we're gonna do that, we're gonna do this. It's very much focused on us, us. and what our life is gonna look like. Right. What we don't think about, and I don't think what a lot of parents think about, is the impact that it will have for decades and yeah. decades and decades and decades. For instance, we had Winnie, our fourth child comes, Winnie is born. Okay. With the, now we're in we're in life. We have kids t- ten down to two. Life is good. We're enjoying it. it. Has its up and ups and downs. What we're not thinking about is someday, likely. I'm not saying she has to do this or this will happen for sure, but likely Winnie's going to get married and have kids. Likely, right? Sure. Probably. It's probably going to happen. It's a possibility. Let's say she has three kids. <laughs> Winnie has three kids. Okay, now, oh, oh, hi, those are our grandchildren. I would love, to, hopefully, we're lucky mm-hmm. enough to meet them. Then, those three kids, let's say they get married and have kids. Mm-hmm. Let's just say, let's just for fun say they all have three kids. Okay, now, now, there are <laughs> nine, like, add nine more kids to the equation. Sure. And those would be our great-grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Winnie's grandchildren. Right. Let's say those nine kids all have three kids now we're adding 27 so the tree gets bigger and bigger the family 27 kids and let's say Mm -hmm. all those 27 kids have three kids now we're up to 100 what we have done i guess my point is by having winnie we have if you fast forward decades Mm -hmm. we have now added Another and I'm not saying branch. we. I'm not saying we. Like we didn't do. You know what I mean? Like God's right. in control here and all that. But we have added 100 human beings yeah. to this planet that have preceded us. Isn't that insane? And that's just Winnie. Like we have right. three other kids. 
Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it adds a whole like story that is out of our control of like, it'll branch off and like become life changing. Like it, yeah, I think it's crazy to think about. But I think when it comes to like thinking about having a kid, I mean, <laughs> you could never end. Well, like, and, sure. No, I'm not. Yeah. And my whole point of this is not <laughs> the decision to, to have a kid that makes no difference. Yeah. I'm just saying like, it's funny to think that you can decide to try to have a child mm-hmm. and you're what you're not thinking about is that because of because you're going to have this one child, there will be an additional 100 humans on this planet <laughs> yeah. because of this one child. Yeah. Years and years and years down the road, your great, great, great grandchildren, you'll have, you know, you yeah. and I might have 300, 400 descendants. Obviously, we'll never meet. But isn't that just wild to think <laughs> it's about? It's wild. It makes it like our little like realm of decision making and just our thoughts seem so small and almost insignificant. It's like there's a whole bigger, grander, like miraculous fun cool picture happening that's way bigger than us that like when we're making decisions we're thinking of just selfish reasons like just our own little bubble and it just goes way beyond that that's a, and that made me think about that too like it all matters very much hmm. and you, it's easy to focus on right now and even just your life and that's that's all that most of us are going to be concerned about for the most part and but just to think like the impact that you can have and even if like maybe your past or your upbringing or the the uh you know your your uh, family tree if it hasn't been all that great what's really cool is that you can sort of start over like you can start a new tree Mm -hmm. with what you have to work with and the impact that that can have for generations it's i guess it's just that's just blew yeah my mind it's a cool that way to look my at mind. it it's a cool way to look at your kids too like they're not just in the small bubble of your own little family it's like they have a whole life ahead of them a whole story a whole generation and it matters it's cool pretty fun huh fun fun little morning thought from you there you have it that you had <laughs> thanks for listening so the funny thing about parenting, always, always, always a joy to be hanging out with you yeah. in this way. And we really appreciate you hanging with us and being our friends. And happy, happy Mother's Day. Happy belated Mother's Day to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that, we'll see you next week on the funny and thing about parenting. Hold on. I was going to say something. <laughs> I was just going to uh, declare victory that I did not spill anything. Yet, folks. Yet. Stay the tuned. Episode. The story is not okay. over. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.